Welcome everybody to Wolf Sheep. I am Luis Cavedo. And two quick announcements before we start this episode. Number one, as you may notice, my voice is a bit off. Uh, I'm not sick exactly, but I just, I got a lot of congestion, so my voice may sound a bit different. And number two is that our guest, or actually our regular host, Matthew Walker, isn't in. He's going to be out for uh, the next two episodes. He's out uh, in a conference and visiting some friends. So we put some special stuff together. Uh, This week, we are joined by uh, someone I love very dearly, who's important to me. Uh, Well, Mimi's in the room too, which is our cat, but also my wife, Gina Cavedo. Hello. (laughs) Gina, well, for those that don't know you, you maybe you want to introduce yourself a little bit where where you're from how old are you what are you uh what do you do for work all that stuff well i'm from michigan i came to florida um because of disney and i work in pastry at disney and been there a good 10 years and met you here mm-hmm. we got married and we got two fur babies yeah babies yeah they, these are our babies mimi and, and pepe they would be the uh the ones on the picture for this particular episode. And uh, this is my last year in my 20s. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, well, this week we've got, a, we've got, obviously, a topic for you. This one is about kids, children. Should you have them? Should you not? And, well, the inception for this one is fairly obvious. Uh, we've been married now for five years and... What, three months, two months, two or three months, March, April, May, June. So yeah. about three months, or three, three and a half months, <laughs> five years, three and a half months. And we always get asked the question. I mean, it, it just inevitably happens whenever you're married or you're in a relationship. People always want to ask, when are you having kids? Parents do. My mom wants a, a grandkid badly, um, and it doesn't look like my brother or my sister will be having one anytime soon uh and i i am the most likely candidate to have one anytime soon but we aren't planning on it and we remind people of that constantly but we still get asked the question so yeah that's uh that's what we wanted to talk about this week um it can be a bit touchy uh, <coughs> i kind of wanted to make sure that we don't uh i don't i don't want to be dismissive of the people that are having a struggle with wanting children and not being able to have them. Because it's out there, you know, you, you hear about it a lot. Uh, people that try, and it, it's just, it's kind of tragic because there's people that don't, aren't trying to have kids and they end up having kids, and there's people that aren't trying to have, or that are trying to have kids and don't. But yeah, it's just, we care about those people too. I, I don't want to be dismissive of that. Despite however you, my wife, Gina, and I may feel. But, yeah. So let's start. Uh, Has there ever been a point in your life when you thought, I would like to have children? Me first? Yeah, yeah. I'm always going to ask you first. Um, But (laughs) Well, well, the thing is, when you... Everybody thinks about getting married, right? So, Mm -hmm. it's just usually the next step in marriage is to have kids 
So mm-hmm. you're kind of going with the flow with how the world works. You know, get married, gonna have kids. So uh, when we got married, I was thinking we might be having kids. And then right after we got married, my mom passed away. And then mm-hmm. just watching other people parenting and just the things that they're going through. And I decided that having kids wasn't for me. But yeah, even before then, while we were dating, the, the two years that we spent dating each other, we didn't, at any point really, I mean, we did talk about whether we wanted kids or not, but at no point did you make it seem to me like you wanted to, and and even then, I, I kind of wasn't thinking of that, but I don't know, when I look back on early years, and, and I'll make reference to something that I made reference to before, which was, you know, getting asked back in uh, middle school or, or elementary school, the what are you going to do with your life type questions, where do you find yourself in 15, 20 years, etc. And I would always fill in, okay, well, maybe I'll have a kid at 25 or 27 or 30. And uh, it was just kind of expected because, okay, well, this is what people do. People have kids when they get married. Yeah, exactly. But now as you get older and... and time has gone on. I really like kids. I enjoy kids. I, I, I feel like uh, I I can form good natural bonds with them. But, you do. But <laughs> like uh, like I say and, and my co-worker said to me recently, which I found funny, is that it's nice to give them back. <laughs> you know, you don't have to take them home with you. Other yeah. people's kids. Whereas me, I never really been around kids much and I don't really care to be around kids much either so it's just not a passion of mine and then the people always say oh you were a kid once yeah oh, that, didn't they always really... that <laughs> well you've, you've got an older brother two younger sisters but you guys are all pretty close in age to each other yeah except the one and <laughs> which one, Grace? Grace, Grace is six years younger than me, and uh, really, Joy would be the one kind of helping out with her. Mm-hmm. I maybe changed her diaper once, <laughs> but Joy did a lot of the help with her. Right. Yeah. Well, that's kind of in an an early uh, like exposure to what it's like to have a kid. You know, being an older sibling, but not just older sibling, but you know. Enough that you can do something like that, like change a diaper. My, uh... I've just always had my my own agenda. (laughs) Yeah, my my only younger sibling was my brother, but I don't remember ever even trying to change a diaper. You know, he's only five years younger than I am, but... uh, Yeah, I I always liked kids, but eh, whether I had any real hand at parenting was something else. I think yeah, I do a little bit of not because I've influenced you in that way, is it? Uh, no, not necessarily. Um, like if I was for having kids, what would you say then? Would your opinion change? Well, okay. I mean, if you, if you would have told me that, then I think I would have changed how, how I would plan the rest of our lives, or you know, I probably wouldn't spend as much money on. I don't know, a video game or, or, or 
you know, pick up a new book or something. It's like, well, you know, I got to put this away for the kid or put that away in savings for college or whatever. So that's the only real change I think I would make. But, yeah, that's neither here nor there. Uh, why don't you want to have children? Um, well, it was a thought because that's what people do when they get married. Mm-hmm. That then my mom died, and usually people rely on their parents to help out. Mm-hmm. And there's there's nobody really to help us. There's no one really to help us. Um, you 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 don't want other pe- like YMCA people put their kids in daycare stuff like that. Okay. Because uh, we, we both work, and I don't want them. I wouldn't want them to raise our kids mm-hmm. and just, uh... Well, you've got family <laughs> here, but it's just very, you know, very small amount of family. It's just... No, and I don't expect aunt, them, cousin, wouldn't expect them to help, then, nor would they want to help. <laughs> well, I would imagine if my mom's listening to this, she wouldn't say, well, that's okay, well, I'll help you out, and, you know, she'd probably be excited about that, but she still works. And so does my brother. My sister doesn't live in the state. Well, my sister from my mom's side, at least. But, um... And my priority, you know, the spouse is a priority over kids. It's the way it should be. <laughs> the spouse comes first. <laughs> and the kids eventually leave. Mm-hmm. So, I think that would... I know I've heard that they magnify your problems, and... I just don't think I'd have much time for you if we were to have any kids. Well, I I want to make... No sh- me time either. No, <laughs> no, right. Well, I mean, even all relationships, every single one, require a level of sacrifice. Whether that's your relationship between you and your spouse, you and friends, you and family, you and God even. Because you give up time that you would normally take up for yourself and share it or or use it for other people with a kid kids plural their career yeah you have to yeah kind of refocus that but i mean that's kind of a topic for another time maybe but yeah i just i think you should always care about your kids and put um effort into making sure they grow up to be good people but it's just I think a lot of people may have a hard time understanding when you say, put your spouse first, and, and they may think, well, well, what do you mean by that? Because it's, it's something that's come up a lot in the, the messages we've been hearing, at, not just at our church, but you know other churches especially, because you listen to a lot of it on podcast or videocast, and I, I wonder how people feel about something like that, like a husband or wife that think, well, I love you dearly, but I think I might love our kids more. (laughs) Hmm. And I'm not exactly sure that's a bad thing. It's just, yeah, you gotta, you gotta When you're losing, when your identity is, you know, through your kids, that's Mm -hmm. kind of the issue there. Yeah, and and Matthew and I kind of talked about that when we did a, when we talked about our dads to how uh, that takes away from 
his dad and his mom's relationship because one was watching one and the other one was watching the other. He and his brother. But yeah, no, that's that's still a good point to bring up. I just want to make sure we and expound on it. Even I know this isn't such a great example, but we got our two fur babies or two cats. Right. Um. I mean, before you even have kids, you should get a pet and see how responsibilities work with that. Right. But um, I've even noticed sometimes I'd give the cats too much attention or before I gave you attention, and then you would kind of get jealous because I'm just uh, oh, trying okay. to get, <laughs> keep I'd... them happy. It's and it's not anything... No, no, I know. It's just I know you're not complaining. I'm just saying they're just by themselves the whole day, and they, if they don't get attention, they right they they behave have bad behavior. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, no, I know, I know, and I'm sorry I ever did that. It's it's not true. You don't give the cats more attention than you do me, but it's just I yeah yeah I'm gonna pull. It's like tug of war. I'm gonna pull you to my side. So marriage marriage is always first. Uh, do you think how your parents raised you and your brother and sister affect how you feel about having kids? And if so, how? Um, well, not really. I mean, I'm more, well, I think I'm more like my dad, but then in ways I'm like my mom. Um, well, what's the difference? She eventually, the well, my dad, um, I'm kind of like him where I keep in the habit of, I work in the morning, mm-hmm. and and then as soon as work's done, I go into a workout okay. and eat dinner. So our schedules are very similar in that way. All right. Whereas my mom, um, my personalities become more like hers, but but she ended up uh, sacrificing. Like we didn't see it till we were much older, but. She was like a real mother that would sacrifice everything for her kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, well, I was, I was, I'm, I'm the, um, you know, I grew up with a single parent home, you know, my mom, and uh, we appreciated her sacrifices, or I, rather I did. I mean, we weren't troublesome, we weren't difficult kids at all, we didn't, uh, we may have caused her a headache or two, but seeing her do all that work to take care of us, and um, I saw a lot of sacrifice to make sure that we had, we actually had things. You know, we had uh, a good home, a good place to live in, you know, food and uh, toys and all that. And and uh, as the years go by, the appreciation multiplies for that. But, um, I, in a way it's inspiring, yeah, because you see that and it's like, wow, you know, look at what she did. But it doesn't inspire me to want to, okay, well, I want to go do that again. And that's not to say that I don't want to give back to the community or other people's kids. Because I did, I, I, I certainly, you know, I'm not going to pat myself on the back. I did serve in the youth group and I worked with kids and, and put a lot of time into that it's not that I don't care it's just I'll do it for somebody else before I do it for myself the kids part the kids part of you know putting that time into my own kids and I'm reminded of uh, uh, 
I don't know if you ever met Andre. Andre Anderson. He was here at part of the youth group. Andre is a, he was a, <coughs> an exceptionally funny guy. And I have seen him on Facebook talk about how all these parents, all these friends, or people that haven't become parents yet, are putting stuff about how they don't like kids and they don't want to have kids and how it's a burden or a curse and all this. And he says, you know, I'm saving all of these comments, all of these posts that you put up. So when you do have kids, just to remind you, hey, remember when you said this? Just as a way, kind of like a, it's well, he does we, it in a funny way, but he just does it to say, well, just remember, you know, this is how you felt. Don't do that now. You, you know, don't live, don't be that way now. Um, I'm just thinking now as we're talking about this and we're like, oh, yeah, we like taking care of other people's kids. We don't have want to have our own. And then our kids, if it ever happened, you know, we have kids, they go back and listen to this and they say, hey, mom and dad, you guys didn't want us, you know. Oh, well, there's some people I know who do regret having kids. Yeah. (laughs) It's, I mean, it's. It's always depends on your situation and how your kids grew up. But, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes they're raised well. And then when it comes to they grow up and make their own decisions, they they don't go away from you, but they still keep taken from you, even though they know what the right (coughs) thing is. Right. And then I knew someone who who said she regretted having kids and then she's old she was like in her 60s and her husband died mm-hmm. and then she she ended up being really happy that her kids were there when her husband died cuz they help they're helping her out right and even it's funny cuz that's whenever kids come up at work Antonio my coworker our tailor for for the company I work at he always brings that up he always says well you're going to want kids when you get older, you know. You want somebody that's going to take care of you. And I said, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. He says, your cats can't take care of you. Just remember that. And and we laugh about it. But now with all these millennials and just, I don't know, I don't think people are being raised up properly with all the technology and just information that's available to them when they're young. They Their social life is kind of diminished from the start so when they get older that's not necessarily you know what they turn out being ungrateful yeah ungrateful (laughs) well okay well to a degree i think you're right because even he jokingly alludes to the fact that hey maybe my kids will not take care of me you know and he's got kids that are in their 30s and 40s now and I think he says that more so jokingly, but yeah, you know, I think maybe it's just culture or, or our particular society, but, you know, kids don't have that in mind. They don't grow up with the idea that, hey, you took care of me for right, yep. however many years, let me take care of you in your twilight years and your older years. I mean, technically, we're millennials, right? <laughs> somehow, <laughs> but you know, I still need to be reminded every now and then proper manners and things that you should be doing when you you just don't even think about because 
Right. You're concerned with your own agenda. Well, and everybody's different. Um, and the relationships are different, and the cultures are different. One of those things that we always talked about, especially early on, was our different relationships with our parents. And it still happens to this day. You know, I talk to my mom probably daily. Uh, my dad's passed away at this point, so I don't really talk to him. But uh, for you and your mom and your dad, you guys spoke, what, maybe every once a month or somewhere around That's there? our relationship with both of them changed because I wasn't close to my mom until I moved down here. My dad didn't want me to move down here, mm-hmm. and I was I was daddy's girl. And the just relationship changed because they both got remarried, but it was like my dad kind of divorced us, um, and we're not as close. And my mom, even though she was remarried, she she still lived like sacrificially for us. Would hmm. would still try to help me, and I would talk to her every other day, you know, before she passed. So our relationship when we got older changed. But, yeah, I mean, what what I'm trying to say is that relationally, it's different person to person, culture to culture. Um, You know, it's it. I didn't expect you to do things the same way as I did, because that's not the way most, you know, American families are raised to. Oh, let me check on my parents every day or, you know, talk to them every night or make sure that they're okay. Because here, especially here, like when I moved from Puerto Rico to here, I noticed that kids or, you know, children or sons and daughters kind of expect their parents to, for the most part, take care of themselves. That they will communicate, you know, during birthdays and stuff like that, but... um, they're not going to call you for a problem most of the time. Mom and dad will figure it out. They'll only call us if it's an emergency. So it's, it was, and that's, and that's not, you know, that may be generalizing too, but it was just odd to see that, you know, and I, and I understood why it was kind of odd for you to see too, that, Hey, you guys talk every day. You know, it was, it was new for you. It was different to see. Well, I'm closer to my aunt and I, well, I mean, I don't talk to her every day, but she's like a mother and Mm -hmm. Every usually twice a week, I'll talk to her. Yeah. Well, back to the having kids part of things. Yeah. Uh, do you feel it's wrong to not want to have kids as a Christ follower? Because that's one of those things that gets asked a lot. Is like. No. <laughs> okay. Wait, well... did I? What was the question? Do you think it's wrong as a Christian not to want to have kids? Mm-hmm. No, because you know there's some married couples who can't. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. God may be leading them to adopt, or in our case, you know, I feel that kids they they are important. Mm-hmm. I'm just not passionate about them, but I do um, through Compassion International. We we sponsor two right, kids. Right, we do have the two kids that we sponsor. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's plenty of people. There's plenty of people in the world, and there's kids that need help out there. There's families that need help. Right. So. So I sponsor, give money to them. Well, I mean, it's not... And, uh, well, Jesus didn't have kids, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, you, I know you gave me that answer earlier this week when, when I was pre-telling you these questions, which was true. 
Oh, it's all because of Matthew, because he said, well, well, Jesus wasn't a parent. (laughs) But a parent (laughs) is more than just having kids. It's, you know, what's the saying about um, it takes a a whole village to raise a, a child, right? So it's it's more than just the parents, but everybody should take a personal responsibility to take care of a kid, to a degree, to a level. So, yeah, there's the need is there. We we have. Um, I I'm not gonna say anybody's ever wrong to want to have children, to want to have their own family, but there's plenty of yeah, there's plenty of necessity elsewhere families that need the help or kids that need the help kids that are fatherless kids that are motherless parentless um that are are living in poverty etc there isn't anything that's that you can do that's a hundred percent gonna keep you safe from not having them Mm -hmm. and you know i've I've made my peace with that if Mm -hmm. i end up having them then well then it's god's will correct and you would obviously do your best to be parents because you're responsible mm-hmm. for the child, children. <laughs> so immediately after writing that question, I had to write this one, which is the thing that come, that gets brought up. So did you think, what was your answer? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you. It's, it's, not, uh, it's not wrong, not at all, because like you said, there's need elsewhere. And you can be a parent to a kid, by even not by being their mom and dad does that make sense you can you can like mentor play a role in their lives yeah be a teacher mm-hmm. be a role model but you know whenever we bring something like that up or somebody asks that question well you know you're a christian what about and here's where the next question comes up <sighs> which is uh when people hear that we don't plan on having kids they Bring up Genesis one twenty eight and the Lord's command to be fruitful and multiply, etc., etc. Do you feel guilty at all when they say that? And if not, then what's your thought process? Well, that well, that was in the Old Testament, and that's when the earth didn't have any living thing. Mm-hmm. And now it feels like it's overpopulated. I don't know. <laughs> at least <laughs> look at it, just looking at the traffic and everything. It just. Well, yeah, be fruitful and multiply. I, I'm just saying that's Old Testament for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, they say he doesn't change, and you can make your point with that, <laughs> but uh, I'm thinking at least for that time, that's when the earth was empty. Mm-hmm. And right now it's pretty full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from a logic standpoint, I guess that's kind of the answer to give is that, well, we've got more than enough people now. Um, I mean, look at places like India and China where... They are so extremely overpopulated, and and it's a sad case because uh, it's obvi- so over- overpopulated to the point that they want to limit the amount of children that are allowed to to be born. But and that's also to a degree. There's varying degrees to that. But yeah, yeah, I I I I would think that that was very pertinent to that particular part in time. And it's and it can still be applied to people's lives now, but when people bring that up, it, I I just I want to tell them, well, well that's okay. Well, why why don't you go multiply some more? You know, yeah. why don't you do your part? Yeah. Pick up the slack for me then. Mind your own business. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think you'll ever change your mind about having kids? 
Well, anyone could always change their mind. And we did have a pastor say one time, you know, don't be surprised if God changes your heart. So I think about that from time to time. and <laughs> Somebody <laughs> told you that, that personally? Yeah. To you and me? Pastor Tim. Yep. <laughs> he said that specifically about kids? Yeah. He said, don't be surprised if God works on your heart and changes your heart. Oh. Well, that one must have... And know, maybe you weren't there, head. but... Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I'm pretty... I look at, you know, right now we, we record in our spare bedroom and I'm looking at our our, our fur babies at Mimi and, and Pepe and we like to um, give our time to you know not just children and, and, and um, Compassion International but you know there's there's more than more causes than just children and I think yeah sure humanity first yeah we should take care of people first but you know, there's plenty of causes out there. There's there's the need for, you know, homeless kitties or homeless dogs or just animals that need help or children elsewhere that, that need help. And, you know, that's we're pretty passionate about that. We're pretty passionate about taking care of God's nature. You know, not just his creation and man and woman, but... You, you know, know, it's funny. I, I, I feel like God puts different passions and and everybody and I think that's the way of keeping the balance that you know all creation is taken care of mm-hmm. so yeah maybe maybe the people that love their cats aren't crazy cat people they're just people that love God's creation enough to want to take care of them too you know just remember that you know when you when you see animals and I know some people feel very different about that you know we've met people within the church that kind of view it as a waste and they think well oh you know that's a waste of money that's not worth the time there's more important human causes to take care of but you know this is if you believe they were made before women's <laughs> <laughs> before man yeah. yeah well i think the man was still made first but at least women were after the animals <laughs> right and that's yeah for the people that believe in that but this is still our yeah. this is still our world to take care of and we were we believe put on here to to take care of it. And you know the small creatures need just as much help as the big creatures. I think that's you the know, way we both feel about it. I mean there are people who don't like animals but that they may care for rainforests and things such as that. Mm-hmm. Our lakes and ponds and well, we always uh, like to close out with uh, what advice would you give to someone or, you know, something along those lines. And, well, well I'll ask you, what, I got, what advice would you give to someone that wants to have children and someone that doesn't? Well, always put it into prayer because God knows everything. Mm-hmm. He knows if you end up having a kid, whatever... <laughs> something might happen to you, something might happen to it. You know, mm-hmm. just always always put it before God because he is the all-knowing and um we have our own desires and ways, but his ways are always higher. Mhm. Yeah, for for the people that want to have children, uh I don't want to compare it to 
you know, a building. You're never going to be ready. Right. And that's something you always hear. You're mm-hmm. never, you think you're ready, you're never going to be ready. <laughs> yeah, it's always going to be a, a, a challenge of, of a sort. But, be willing to sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's there needs to be a willingness there, yes, of course, to sacrifice for this new person. But also, um, weigh the cost. You know, I, I, like I said, I don't want to compare this to a building or a job that you're going to do, but you have to weigh the cost of whether you're ready for this, whether you're financially ready, whether you're mentally capable and ready for taking care of a child. Because it's it's a lot more work than... I think a lot of people realize. And yeah, sure, you see it in media, you see it on TV, you see it in family, you see it in friends that tell you, oh, I can sleep last night and, you know, baby kept me up all night. But then you think, well, okay, so I have an affair idea of what that looks like. But, you know, that amounts to two hours of something that somebody told you about that they struggled through getting some sleep the night before. What about doctor's visits? What about getting sick? You know, having to leave work early to come home because the kid's sick and they need to be watched over. Um, it's a lot of lot of work. And I, I'm not saying that as a t- deterrent to tell people don't have kids, but just realize that before you have them. For the people that don't want to have kids, uh, I'll, um, I should have asked him before I did this, but I think he, well, no, I'll keep him anonymous. Because he, uh, yeah, he didn't. I didn't ask for his permission. But I know a friend of mine who is uh, going to be getting married pretty soon. And uh, we had a talk recently about kids, specifically, and having them. And he uh, mentioned his intent to want to have kids. But he wants to adopt. He, um, I guess he felt called to that before. But... He really felt the calling for it beyond just, hey, God told me, yeah, this would be a good thing to do. But the need is there for for people to be parents, for others. So whether you want to have kids or you don't, and this is for those that don't, just remember you have a, a social responsibility to not just be a good human being because, you know, you want to be a good example for the people that see you, especially kids. But also, in that vein of thinking that, um, you know, a whole village raises a child, well, you're part of that village, and you have a part to play. Whether that's small, whether that's big, just do it to the best of your ability. Um, That doesn't mean you have to have kids, but hey, that just means you're a good role model, or you try your best to be a good role model, or you put a little bit of time and effort to doing that. Maybe... Hey, allow allow somebody to go on a date and volunteer to uh, babysit or, you know, take a kid out for ice cream, something like that. I think that'll help you value children and play a part in, in being a parent, too. Anything else you want to add? No. Uh, nothing comes to mind. Okay. Well, we uh, we hope we made you think. That's always going to be our goal. Uh, if you want to reach us, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash wolfsheeppod. Uh, you can reach me 
four the number four c s lewis l u i s at gmail dot com actually you can reach Gina there too if you wanted to reach her uh and uh matthew walker you can reach uh big fish ministry at gmail dot com i believe i'm sorry if i messed this up matthew i i'm so sorry but matty walk too is his uh his blog and he will be back in maybe not it shouldn't be next week but the week after so we'll have another guest but from luis cavedo and Gina Cavedo. <laughs> and Mimi and Pepe, who are joining us here. Uh, this was Wolf Sheep.